Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh, and welcome back to the Get Hungry podcast. So right off the bat, I'm excited to announce or re-announce that Get Hungry has a YouTube channel, and this week's episode can actually be watched in video format. So if you'd like to check out the three strategies that have kept me motivated for the gym throughout this eight-week challenge that I've set myself on YouTube, you can find the link to do so in the description. But if the podcast works better for you, then keep on listening because I know you're going to get some tips out of today's episode. With all of the information on health and fitness today, it's safe to say that we all know that alongside eating healthily, working out can positively improve our quality of life in many ways and should be a crucial part of our weekly routine. But how do you stay motivated to train when you're tired, pushed for time, and literally cannot think of anything worse than going and pushing yourself in the gym? Hey, I'm Josh, and today I'm going to be sharing how I stay motivated for the gym and how you can too. But before I get into that, I'm going to be answering the question that's probably on all of your lips. Why in the world does this guy think he's qualified to talk about this? Looking back at my fitness journey so far, if there's one thing that I'm good at, it's not staying consistent enough to reap the results that I'm after while not slipping to the extent where I tip the scales in the other direction. And so my goal for this channel is to document my journey, to share the lessons that I am learning, not from a perspective of someone who is already super successful, would be classified as an outlier, but from a more relatable, I guess, mediocre perspective. So if you're like me, you probably can't really relate to the people who have started right from the bottom. You know, the people that had nothing and they used that as fuel to propel them into the success that they experience. And there's so many of these people online and it's honestly so encouraging and awesome to hear these stories. But if you're like me, you probably can't really relate to them. And on the other end of the spectrum, you probably can't also relate to the individuals who due to their awesome upbringing and the success of their parents had access to the best schools and teachers and equipment and use that to, I guess, ricochet their career. Instead, we are blessed to know what it's like to live a comfortable life. But because of this, we've not exactly pushed our comfort zones enough towards our dreams to experience success, whatever that may look like. Now, I personally think that it's in realizing that my story is one of mediocrity, you know, one from the middle and from a comfortable life, that I've identified that the gym and the health and fitness industry is so attractive to me. It's something that I'm really passionate about because If I push myself in the gym and I endure a grueling workout, often I am then presented with the feeling of motivation. You know, I've just pushed myself and endured a grueling workout, pushed my comfort zone, And if I can do that in the gym, then it motivates me to want to do that in other areas of life as well. Or to use my little catchphrase here, it's to push the bounds of what I see possible in other areas of my life as well. 
So over the last few months, I've started implementing a few strategies and honestly, I've been more consistent with going to the gym than ever. And I would love to share those three strategies with you today. So number one is increase what you know. For me, I've identified that lack of understanding prohibits results. So in other words, if you don't know what you want, you don't know how to get there and you don't know what methods work to get you there, how are you ever going to build upon what you currently are, know or have? For me, I found that it's this lack of understanding that leads me into searching for answers in the form of the perfect workout plan. As if miraculously, once I stumble across this workout plan, I'm going to be filled with the motivation and consistency needed to reap the results that I'm after. And honestly, that is just, that's just garbage. Like that's not true at all. You know what I mean? It's those workout plans that say, follow this plan for two weeks and you will get a body like Chris Hemsworth or something like that. And it just lures you in by this false advertising that's honestly not true. And it all kind of comes back to lack of understanding, lack of knowledge, what you want and how to actually get there in a sustainable manner and a sustainable, achievable way. You know, there's a lot of fad diets and false advertising and quick fixes that sort of lure you in. And I think step number one is really just gain some understanding and gain some knowledge. You should try to formulate your specific workout goals and then create a workout plan or adapt a workout plan that fits that goal. So your goal should be to firstly formulate a specific workout goal. And you do this by asking yourself, what is my current physical state? What do I want? Or more specifically, what is achievable and sustainable for me? It might be nice to have a body like Chris Hemsworth, but if you love food as much as me, that probably isn't really a sustainable goal. Multiple stories of actors who get into this ridiculous physique for a role, and then once that movie has finished, or the filming for that movie has finished, they just relapse. And it's because it's literally not sustainable, and so we need to come up with something that is sustainable and achievable for us and our lifestyle. So our goal shouldn't be just to find the perfect workout plan that reaches your goals, but at least for myself, I found that in trying to understand the principles that these workout plans are centered around, it actually helps me with being more consistent because I know why they're working. Something that has really helped me in gaining a lot of knowledge when it comes to the health and fitness sphere and how workout plans are formulated and why they work and the principles that are behind them is Ross Edgeley's book, The World's Fittest Book. He's got a couple of books now, but this one, and I'm working through it for the second time because I read it quite a while ago and I kind of forgot everything. Um, but now that I'm in the in the zone when it comes to health and fitness and that's sort of a priority and a passion of mine, um, I'm working through this book and I'm really learning a lot. I'll leave a link for the book in the description below as well if you want to check that out. It's definitely a really, really valuable book to get if you want to try and gain some understanding. I'm not going to go into too many things here, but some of the things that I personally have got out of the book that's been really valuable is identifying or realizing that we all have a unique biological individuality. So 
you look, I mean, you just have to look around at different people and there's people of all different shapes and sizes and, you know, their metabolism works in different ways and they process food in different ways. And, you know, some people are better suited for morning workouts. Some people prefer evening workouts. There's a lot of different factors that go into personalizing a workout plan to make it sustainable for you. So that's something that's really been impactful for me. A second thing is work capacity. And this is the total amount of training that you can positively recover from and adapt to. And all workout plans, if you're looking at constantly improving your ability to grow and to endure longer workouts or to train with heavier weights is based upon work capacity and trying to increase this work capacity. And you do that by utilizing progressive overload. Again, there's a lot of different goals. You know, your goal might be fat loss. It might be gaining muscle. It might just be lifting a lot of weight and just building pure strength. Um, and so depending on the goal that you have, there are many different workout styles that um, optimize your ability to achieve that goal, whether that's bodybuilding, whether that's powerlifting, HIIT training, CrossFit. There's a lot of different styles of workouts too. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail sharing all of those in this video here, but my final point is just to say, it's very, very important to understand. And this book for me has been a very valuable resource. You know, you might have another author that you uh, prefer and, and you really enjoy their stuff and it resonates more with you, but definitely find a source or multiple sources of inspiration that can feed you with the knowledge and understanding you need to really thrive and stay consistent in the gym. The final and most important thing here is to actually take action to apply the things that you learn about as well. I know in the past I've been guilty of feeling inspired by reading books or watching YouTube videos, but then never actually taking action on that. And that's something that I've really started to change. And two things that have been very, very um, beneficial for me is firstly, accountability, finding some friends, um, you know, my wife has been a good source of accountability for me. I've got a couple of really good close friends as well that continue to encourage me and keep me accountable to my fitness goals. So find a group of friends that can keep you accountable to your fitness goals. And what you need to do is you need to share with them your specific fitness goals and then allow them to check in with you throughout the week to see how you're going with those things as well. The second thing that's been really good for me is actually posting a Instagram story every time I work out. You know, I set myself the challenge of training four times a week, every week for eight weeks. And at each session, I have to make a little Instagram story post. And it's through doing that, that I have been able to stay consistent. And it's not a case of doing it because I want certain people to watch or to feel inspired by my working out, although hopefully that is something that's happening, but it's more a case of building this Instagram memory that I can refer back to um, later or later on as a testament of if I stayed consistent to that fitness goal in my early days. Number two, regulate what we do. You know, make working out a non-negotiable. Now, I for one am very familiar with all of the excuses that we can come up with and the false rationalizations to convince ourselves as to why we can't or shouldn't work out. 
you know, whether it's, oh, I'm too sore, I can't do anything, um, oh, I've had a big day at work, I, you know, I can't really work out. Um, oh, technically, I, I, work, I did do a workout on Monday, which means I don't need to do anything for the next two months. <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy what we come up with. And I think number one, this can be avoided by making working out a non-negotiable. So once you come up with your specific goal, you then need to come up with an approach that's customized for you. You know, something that works well with your work schedule, whether you prefer to work out in the morning, in the evening, all of these things need to factor in into really making your workout plan your own. For me, I prefer working out in the morning, you know, before work, it just sets the tone for the day. And my current program is four times a week. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And if I miss a day, I can make up for it on Wednesday, Saturday, or Sunday. Now, having said all that, it's also really important to listen to your body because overtraining is actually a thing. And this is something that I personally need to work on a lot. You know, if I don't feel up to a workout, I just won't do it. Or well, that's what I did in the past. Whereas now, if I don't feel up for a workout, I might go and do a stretch routine. I might jump on YouTube and follow along with a workout that someone's made on YouTube. You know, there's so many things that we can do to continue to actually still move our bodies, stretch and aid in recovery. And I think making working out a non-negotiable also means that you actually should still, you know, move or stretch or do something physical on the days, even if you, you know, have an injury or, or can't do your normal workout routine. Again, this is my specific approach to things. Um, I've also heard Matt Diavella's principle, which is he tries to train every single day. And if he misses one day, make it your goal not to miss two days in a row. So if you train on Monday, you miss Tuesday, then make sure you go on Wednesday because it's when you start to miss that second day um, that you just start to start that negative downward slope. And it kind of builds upon itself. You know, if you miss a workout one day, you're then more inclined to miss it the second day. And this is how consistency, well, how you're not consistent. Trust me, I'm an expert in how not to be consistent. So something that I've really learned is making it a non-negotiable. And as I said before, doing my little Instagram story for me has been really, really powerful because I want to make sure that I build that little portfolio, the little Instagram memory um, to show that I actually was consistent with that eight week workout plan. Now, finally, it's important to track your progress as well. You never know if you're getting better if you don't track your process. And this also can be a source of motivation for you. If you look back at the first week you did, you know, this bicep curl, and now you're on week five and you can curl a lot more, it's very motivating and you want to continue to do the workouts. And so make sure you track your progress as well. So tip number three that's helped me to be motivated and consistent with my working out is to level up what I tell myself, level up what you tell yourself. So things that have worked for me are, one of my main goals is consistency. Now, if you if you can't tell already, I really wanna work on trying to be consistent. And so when I'm in the gym or when I'm not in the gym and not feeling motivated for the workout, I'll tell myself I'm working on being consistent, going to the gym right now, even though I don't feel like it, is going to help with that and that motivates me into wanting to get into the gym. So telling myself little messages like, you know, 
you are consistent. You can be consistent. You can do this. They're all positive um, affirmations almost, um, which promote consistency. Another thing that's really, really valuable is reminding yourself of your specific goal. So when you're in the gym, you know, you're doing your bicep curls. Actually, it's always bicep curls that people explain things with. Let's go doing your bench press, all right? You're doing your bench press and the weight is really heavy and you really want to give up because you're like, why am I doing this? This is just too hard. You tell yourself, or what I've been doing is I've been telling myself, okay, I'm working on increasing my work capacity. How do I do that? I do that through progressive overload, training more at this session than I did last session. And in telling myself that, it kind of gives me that little bit of drive where it's like, I need to do just a little bit more. If I could just do one more rep, that's more than I did last time, then I feel encouraged and, and inspired to continue on with the workout. So tell yourself your specific goal. You know, it might be fat loss. You might be doing a, um, a blitzer on the bike and you're really sweating it out and you wanna give up. Remind yourself of your goal. Why are you doing this? I'm doing this to lose fat. And honestly, that's really, really inspiring and it can give you that little push you need to complete that exercise. And when you do that, you honestly feel so good as a result of doing that. So let me sort of explain progressive overload for those of you that don't really understand it. So it's very, very basic and it's just a term that probably describes what you already know. So in order to get better and to get stronger, to get faster or reach your goal quicker, you need to do more in each session than you did last time. So that can be either increasing the weight, the volume, that can be increasing the time under tension, so slowing down the reps so that your muscles are really working for a longer duration. It could be adding literally another rep at the end of your set. It could be adding another set of your um, current weight instead of going up and increasing the, the weight. There's lots of ways that you can do this and you can actually be quite creative. And I've honestly found that this, been, that this has been quite fun for me. You know, I'm trying to identify ways, okay, how can I make this a little bit harder than it was last time? And obviously you don't want to overload yourself because as I said before, overtraining is a thing as well. And you overtrain when you put yourself through too much stress and so very, be conscious of trying to increase and still do progressive overload but not um, to a level that is way too much and kind of just drains your muscles and your capacity too much. The third little thing here is motivate yourself, like a little bit of self-hype action if you will. So if I'm working out and I just feel like I can't do it, the three things that I will tell myself is Firstly, I can do this. And this just tells yourself, you literally have the ability to do this. You can do this. Your mind is a lot stronger than you think it is. And so too is your body. So telling yourself, I can do this. And then taking ownership and just saying, I will do this. Like I literally will do this last set. And then thirdly, it's watch me do it. Now, I literally tell myself this when there's no one else in the gym and there's no one watching me. But for me, it really just gets me in the right headspace. You know, I can, I will watch me do it and I go and do it and I feel amazing as a result of doing that as well. So something you can implement some little strategies there. We'll kind of touch on here. Number three is program yourself for success. Now this is a series that I'm going to start here on YouTube. I've started and this is video number one in that little series as well. Programmed for success. How can you program yourself in little ways that increase your chances of growth. Now, for me, I've identified that my phone is a 
big distraction for me. Social media, YouTube, all of these things. And again, I'm very good at coming up with excuses and almost rationalizing why I need to continue to do something. So if I look at, okay, I'm spending too much time on Instagram, let's delete it. My next thought will then literally be, yeah, but I need Instagram to promote the get hungry pod. Like this is a valuable thing. And so I'll keep it. And what do you know? I still continue to waste time on YouTube, on, on Instagram, sorry. Um, so program your phone for success. Now, one of the ways that I've done this is I've created a little wallpaper for myself. Um, and yeah, I'll actually, I'll actually share that in the description below. You can download that um, for your phone as well. And it's just something that every time I open my phone, I remind myself and it's literally that three word or that three phrase source of motivation that I was talking about before. I can, I will watch me do it. And every time I open my phone up, I tell myself that or I try to tell myself that and it really just snaps you into the right gear. Now look, this is the kind of content that I really find valuable. You know, in my earlier days and you know, when I was younger back in school, this is the kind of content that I wish I was consuming. And so my goal is to really promote that type of content for you guys as well. So if you enjoyed this video and you got something out of it, this is the kind of thing that I'm going to be posting on this channel. So please consider subscribing. Um, I try to do weekly videos. I'm still new to this whole YouTube sphere and so I'm still working things out. But eventually I want to get to the point where I'm doing weekly videos um, to inspire, encourage and motivate you so that together we can push the bounds of what we see possible and we can cultivate a God-given potential. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. If you like the format, if you like the content, as well as some of the things that you have found have worked for you and kept you motivated to work out and keep going back to the gym. Now, the best ways to get in contact with me is either on Instagram through DM, you can find me on Get Hungry Pod, or now on the Get Hungry YouTube channel. And again, both of the links will be in the description so that you can do that, you can get in contact. I'd love to have some conversations with you over on those different platforms.